This is The Branding Iron, and I'm your host, Edward Simpson. All right, let's hop straight into it. Today, we have to talk about the future of TikTok as it hangs in the balance. Uh, Tonight, Sunday, September 27th, a judge is meant to rule on the future of TikToks, and that's basically whether downloads of TikTok may be banned in the United States or not. Um, Trump has ordered uh, pretty much a Something that goes into effect at, I believe, 11.59, which will ban the download of TikTok on Google and Apple markets. (laughs) But TikTok has requested immediately relief from that injunction, and that's what this judge is meant to decide on. Um, This all stems from an argument that's highly political between Trump, TikTok, and China, basically. Uh... Trump believes the CEO is a mouthpiece for the China Communist Party. TikTok says that they're not, and Trump says that they could be using data to influence later American elections or in, use data to who knows what. Basically, there's fear around what they might be using the data for, but nobody knows what they might use it for. It's very just up in the air. Um, so as a result, and as a result of this distrust, Trump's just banned the ad. said, we don't want it. We don't want any part. TikTok says, I don't need to worry about us taking your data. We don't even have it shipped over here to um, China right now. It's just all in the U.S. Like we, we have no – or something like that. Like they don't get it to China. It goes somewhere else. But basically they've come out and said, we're not using your data. Like we don't need it. And Trump said either y'all like make a some sort of deal to where you have uh, U.S. operations run like – it be ran by a U.S. company for that trust, or it's banned. So here we are. We arrive. It's all a very weird story, I think, to follow, especially because it's a social media app, and this type of thing's never come up before. Uh, I know people, Congress is questioning Facebook and other social media, but now even TikTok's being questioned. I think it's interesting to see that people are understanding the importance of data now, how it allows marketing, advertising, money, and it can be used for other things later on that can give companies the advantage to do better than others. And I'm sure Trump could be thinking of it as a business perspective thing. He could see it as giving maybe um, Chinese companies leverage over American ones when it comes to marketing towards the audiences. I don't really know what he's thinking. I'm not Trump, so I'm never going to know what he's thinking. But it, it brings a lot into the air as social media becomes more prominent in all in all of our lives. Uh, President Donald Trump said he had approved a bid by Oracle and Walmart to take over TikTok's U.S. operations, uh, but TikTok never accepted that deal. They believe it's a deal that strong arms them into basically giving up a chunk of their company for no return. Um, it's largely just to make Trump feel comfortable with TikTok operating in America. And with that said, China's government's largely refrained from directly commenting on any of these deals details, and you don't have much um, to go off of from them to report on. But the foreign ministry has said that the United States should offer a fair and non-discriminatory environment for foreign companies. 
So it becomes a question of are we? But more so, I think if TikTok survives as we don't really know what's going to happen until tomorrow, I, what I want to talk about is, is if TikTok survives. Because if TikTok survives, it, it could be a huge opportunity for businesses, um, people that are trying to personally brand themselves and, and companies alike to advertise on. Um, TikTok, I've, I've been using it recently in prep <laughs> for this episode and in prep with all the research I've been doing in regards to the story unfolding with will it stay in America or not. The first thing I've noticed with TikTok is its algorithm is more geared than ever to helping smaller creators gain audience and gain exposure. What I mean by that is like if you just create, created an account and you have like no followers, still a fairly good chance that the stuff you put out will be seen by somebody versus if you were to do a similar thing on like Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter you would have a much tougher time gaining the impressions and the exposure you need to begin to build a following that was organic and and just not like your closest friends and family. So that's one thing I've noticed from using TikTok is that the algorithm seems to be much more in tune with helping everybody gain exposure rather than just the people with major followings right off the bat. Not to say that obviously if you have a large following of people and you put out content, that's going to do well too. The algorithm's just very geared toward helping good content gain an audience. Um, and I think if TikTok stays around, businesses need to join fast to gain advantage of that. Obviously, it doesn't make sense for every business to download TikTok, but if you're a business that's already utilizing social media like YouTube, um, Instagram, and already are creating content that's image or video-based, you TikTok's an easy stretch to make the jump to, and it gives you more of an opportunity to be seen by people that might not have seen you already. So I think it's an, a very easy jump for businesses to make, and I think it's one that I would make if I ran a business that was uh, retail, that was customer-facing in any sort that relied on organic traffic. Um, so that's one thing I've noticed with TikTok since using it, is that the formula is just very geared to, to helping new businesses gain exposure. Another thing I've noticed on the app, though, is the content that does well. is always very entertaining, and the app really makes it easy to make good content. It's, it's not hard. You can add soundtracks. You can add effects. It's, it's basically a mini movie maker. Um, you don't get, obviously, all the big Hollywood budget effects of major explosions or anything, but there's enough to create fun home videos that would have more production quality than something you would typically just be able to film with your phone. Like it adds a bevy of tools at your hand to quickly edit and add to the app. So with that option and like all the editing tools it provides you, a lot of people have figured them out and figured out ways to make them funny, use them to entertain others with their content. So I think if you are a business that does decide to make that jump to TikTok, you have to keep in mind that it's not enough to just put out content. It does need to be quality and it does need to be entertaining. I hate when I go to a business's profile on social media and it's all just boring, cut and dry. 
this is what we do. This is who we are. Here's our products. And there's just no brand story, nothing more to really like entertain or latch onto. If you're a brand, you need to stand for something. You need to have a story. You need to have an overall feeling behind who you are and what, what you do. And if, if that's not there, it's definitely not going to show through in your content. So part of creating good t- content is having a good foundation of branding. Part of it's also just having good content creators be a part of your team, what, whatever brand you are. You need ways to make it entertaining. Be light. You, people take themselves too seriously. And nowadays with so much social media content churning out bang, 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 bang all the time, you don't need to take yourself that seriously. It's, it's fun to be silly. It's fun to be goofy. People appreciate that. With that said, obviously think about the words you use. Don't just start going off <laughs> and being inappropriate as a brand or something. Obviously do things within an appropriate range of who you are and what you offer. There's no need to try too hard. People can also tell if you're trying too hard. And then there's like a level where it becomes cringy and it's just it's just kind of sad to watch. So uh, there's an art to it. There's an art to good content depending on what your brand is, what your business is, what you want to push out. But you should look to achieve that balance. And the only way that you will ever really achieve that balance is by starting to do it. You can't be timid. It's so annoying for me when we get a new brand and they're really timid on all the content they want to release because they want it to be the perfect ad in essence. But the thing to remember with social media is you're not producing an ad. An ad. You're producing a post that will really sit in people's feeds for maybe 30 seconds. So you don't have to have, you know, the word being the perfect like spot of the corner of the page or, or the design elements to be the perfect shade of blue. You know, there's some things don't require that much thought, but social media is something more so where the message requires more of the thought rather than the presentation. Presentation is important, but it's just uh, it's just finding that balance. It's it's hard to put into put into words necessarily, and that's why I say you just have to start doing it. You just have to be willing to make risks as a brand to be silly, be goofy, and put content out that might resonate. Um, you don't want to put content out that makes you look unprofessional by any means, and you don't want to put content out that doesn't align with who your brand is. But you do want to maintain a presence, and the only way to do that is to do it consistently. You, get, you can find quality ways to talk about certain subjects or like a line of content to push out every day. For example, if you are like a health coach, you can find out different workouts to post every day. It doesn't have to be super challenging, but it can just be like workouts that people typically don't do. Obviously, if you post bicep curls... <laughs> Is like, here's today's workout. Everybody's going to know what that is, and you're not really going to be adding much value to that fitness community. But if you get uh, just a little creative and you offer a workout that not many people typically do or an exercise, and then you just make that your typical line of videos, chances are you'll gain an audience that's interested in what you have to do. And it's not something that's super complicated. It's really easy. It just requires a little bit of thought. <laughs> Now, with that said, as great as TikTok is for gaining exposure as a brand and a business, it could go away. And all of what I just said could be for nothing. We could see it just disappear overnight and then Americans never get access to the app again. 
It'll be like the Vine story almost. But there are other apps that we can still use that are now gaining pretty much grabbing the TikTok features to adapt and evolve to the ever-changing social landscape. And uh, the quickest example that I could think of right off the top of my head is Instagram Reels. Instagram has watch TV, they have series, but now they have Reels, which are basically Instagram TikToks. Um, And those are geared, I don't know if the algorithm's the same, but they're geared toward creating fun snippets that people can watch, whether it's, and none of the content's too information dense, but there's always like a small takeaway. It's a, There's always a tidbit of value. It's never like, you don't walk away with, say, a full three-course meal, but you might get like a, a good granola bar out of it, if I had to equate it to food, because I'm always equating things to food in my head. But you get, you get a good snack, and that's kind of... Uh, how you're going to have to be viewing is uh, in your content creation, at least. The other thing you have to think of, and the other thing I would urge brands to pay attention to as we watch this story unfold, is to watch what other social media opportunities begin to bubble up if TikTok runs its course. Of course, there's going to be all these people that are eager to fill the space that it leaves, the whole. Instagram's one of them with reels, like I just said. Um, that's owned by Facebook, so you know Facebook's trying to put their uh, hands in the game. But what other platforms might exist out there on social media that your brand's not using outside of those? I know one social channel that many brands don't use is Reddit, and it's not quite the same content like TikTok where it's heavy, heavily video-based. It's more textual, but it's it's a it's a social channel on its own that provides huge untapped audiences that many brands and businesses don't really take advantage of. So at the end of this episode, since we've reached it, I would like to urge brands, businesses, CEOs, whoever you are in your company, if if you're looking for ways to grow, ways to gain new audiences, gain new prospects, gain potential leads and convert them into customers, uh, I would recommend doing a little bit of research. There's forums, there's blogs, there's a thousand different ways to tap into new audiences online that aren't more creative, that, that are, well, there's a thousand ways that aren't the conventional Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. All you have to do is do a little research. All you have to do is start to tune into the publications that your industry uh, has tune into the communities that they get their information from and just start to become more of an active person in your online community. Through that, you'll be able to gain exposure to new audiences, gain new opportunities for partnership, and hopefully gain new customers as well. So that's the branding iron. I hope you all took away something from it with this episode that you can use for your business's marketing later on down the road. Uh, If you like this episode, please subscribe. We'd love to uh, have you listening and also leave a review if you like this episode. Thanks for your time and have a good day, afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time it is for you.